Welcome to episode 22 of Owning It, the podcast all about leaving your nine to five job and setting up a business that you love, either on the side or full time. Hi, I'm Meg Roundall Green, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Owning It Club. I am talking all about my journey from a nine to five working full time mum to being a full time mum and then setting up my own business, pivoting a couple of times, and now the business that I love doing and how I can help others kind of avoid the pitfalls I've experienced along the way. So I'm so glad you're here and I really hope I can serve you today with some useful tips. Now I want to talk about something that is close to my heart and it's something that I know divides opinion and it is uh, websites. (laughs) So yes I know we need a website. You need to have a website for a business. Let me tell you a few things that you do not need when you first start your business. Now, I'm going to tell you a story about what I did when I started. So I left my full-time job, my career. I set up a consultancy and I thought, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to get my new website. That's going to make it real. I'm going to get a logo. I'm going to spend hours designing it. I'm going to find some really cool pictures. I'm going to make it look awesome. And I spent approximately two weeks making my own website um, from scratch. Literally never done it before. No idea what I was doing, really. Um, using WordPress, I think my first one was on. And let me tell you, it looked hideous. I mean, really bad. Um, But worse than that, it's not that it just looked hideous. It didn't say anything. I sent it to a friend of mine. I actually emailed it round to a few people. And a friend of mine came back and just said, I I just don't know what you do. (laughs) And that's literally the worst thing (laughs) that someone can say if they look at your website. So I just want to break it down really simply because I know a lot of you, it will be the first thing you think of. The number one thing you do, I guarantee it's going to be you've got a business idea, you write down those ideas, then you're like, right, I need to get a domain and I need to build my site. So let me just ask you, please let me implore of you first, stop, (laughs) don't do that. What I would like you to do before you have jump into creating a website and spending hours of time on it, I want you to get really clear on three things. So you need to be really clear on who you're serving. Who is your ideal customer? Who's that dream client? Okay, because you can't serve everybody. If you're serving everybody, you're serving no one. So who is that person? Second, what is your niche? So it's different from your dream client. Your dream client is a person. Your niche is the area in the market that you occupy and that you can stand out in and that you can position yourself in. That's really important before you start your website. Because let me tell you one thing that I know to be true. If you start building your website, you will get sucked down that rabbit hole and it will divert your attention in like a hundred different ways. It will scatter your brain. You'll be thinking about colour palettes and logos and visual design and graphics and then you'll start hiring people to do stuff and I'm just begging you to stop doing that before you go any further. Just three things. 
One, who's your dream client? Two, what's your niche? And three, what's your value statement? So we've talked about this in past episodes. Your value statement or value proposition is a way of communicating your vision and your mission into value for your customer. Without it, you, you don't have a business. You can't have a business because people can't understand what you do for them. So let me rewind a bit. I'm sure you know what vision and mission are and it sounds a bit woolly and it sounds a bit out there, but it's really important to get these down before you move ahead with your business planning. Your vision is your projected state of impact that you want to have. So it might be a number of people that you've helped. It might be transforming an industry or innovating a new product or way of doing something. Your mission is the steps or the way in which you deliver that impact. So it's like your roadmap. It's like the services you provide that create that result. So vision and mission are really, really important for you and really important for your customers. If they know who you're serving and why you're serving them and how you're serving them, excuse me, they can understand at a glance if you're right for them. And that's really what you want to do. So three things that are fundamental bits of knowledge, bits of internal clarity that you will need before you start building your website because then you can always revert back to that. So any decision you make on your website, you can always look at it through the lens of, does it serve my dream client? Is it attractive to my dream client? Is this the way my dream client would talk? Second, is this showing that I'm in the right niche? Does this look similar or better or different from other things in my niche? How are people in my industry packaging up things? Does it sit well amongst all the other things that my dream client might be looking at? Does it stand out for the right reasons? And number three, at a glance, can someone who goes onto my website see exactly what I do, who I serve and how I serve them? So those are really important fundamentals. If you can have that in your head when you start building a website or when you hire someone to build your website, I promise it will be a lot easier because just keep asking yourself that question. I've seen so many people, including myself, start the website and it's all about you. It's all about you going on about your credentials and your expertise and your this and your that and your services. And people don't care about that. People care about themselves. People want to be spoken to like you would speak to them in person. Don't make it really fancy and complicated. Don't be clever. Don't make yourself sound cleverer by using fancy words. You need to have a sort of blink and you'll miss it understanding of the service you're providing. Um, Someone who I follow who's amazing is Donald Miller. Um, He does business made simple, marketing made simple. Um, He does the story brand um, framework. He's really good. And he has this thing called the, the grunt test, I think. And I think it's like, if you can't tell what someone does on their website in the first three seconds, um, if someone sees your website and goes, uh, 
then it's not working. You need to pass that test. You need someone to literally get it in an instant what you do. People's attention spans are short. That is true. But I, I mean, give people credit. People, If something speaks to them, people will read it. So that's why we see all these crazy long landing pages and sales pages. If you've ever clicked on an ad on Facebook for a coach or personal development or any of the other kind of courses, you'll see people have super long sales pages and they're written in really simple language and people read to the end. So give people credit. They will read it if it speaks to them. A common mistake that new business owners have is just stuffing their website full of jargon. Strategy, strategize, planning metrics, analytics, infographics. I mean, you know, that marketing's full of these kind of annoying buzzwords and it doesn't mean anything. It's like reading a paragraph of um, text when at the end of the paragraph, you're like, hmm, sounds really clever, but I don't know what they do or I don't understand what they do. That's the power of jargon. It just confuses and it sounds like you're saying something, but you're not. So use really simple, plain language that people understand. Use the kind of language you'd use in your day to day, just the way that you speak. The best websites are the ones that have a really simple, effective tone and they ask you to do something. So this is my number two top tip. Your website might be your shop front, yes, but it serves a purpose. So the purpose it serves is on every single page, you need to be clear what you're asking your reader to do. People need to be told to do something. They won't just follow you on Facebook unless you say, follow me on Facebook and put a big old button there. They won't click for your freebie unless you have a big form saying, download my freebie. Here it is and here's why it's great. You need to be so screamingly loud and clear to the point where you feel uncomfortable because it seems really pushy. It's not. You're helping people. You're actually helping them to do something. People want to be told what to do. They won't just do it by themselves. It's part of this whole selling is serving. You've got a responsibility. If someone's on your website, you've got about seven seconds to convince them to take an action. Otherwise, you're going to have really high bounce rate. Now the bounce rate is the percentage of people that go on and then immediately come off. So you don't want a high bounce rate. Um, I might have an episode talking about Google Analytics and actually how you look at that. It's a bit more techy. It might be better as um, like a mini course. But essentially your website I view is like a necessary evil. And I know that sounds silly for someone in digital marketing, but hear me out. I think the most effective way of getting clients and converting them into lead, um, into paying customers is actually through social media and landing pages. 
I don't believe that you need to have a website. You can absolutely have a website, but I know businesses who didn't have one for months and months, maybe even years, and they just did all their business on direct messenger in, in on social media platforms, or they did all their business on LinkedIn. Um, I have a friend who uses LinkedIn kind of as her website because that's where she gets all her leads. She doesn't need a website. Why would she take leads away from where they're finding her? So this is a really crucial part of your journey. So my my plea is to not waste a lot of time building websites. And believe me, I've been there. I've done it. It's been painful. And now I have a website that it's not amazing. It does the job. It gets me email um, data. That's what I want it there for. And it's a place where people can go and check out more of what I do in a bit more detail. That's all it's there for, really. I'm not going to spend a ton of money on SEO. I'm not going to hire an SEO strategist. I'm not going to spend a ton of money on Google because I know where my clients are. My clients are on Facebook and they're on Instagram. So why would I spend all this time and money nurturing these other channels when the majority of them are on Facebook and Instagram already and I know where they're hanging out and I know who they're following and I know what they're posting and I know what they're sharing. So take some time before you do jump in headfirst into your website build. I would always advise you to DIY it. There are some really good builders um, around like the Wix API. Um, There's some really good platforms that you can use that are not expensive if you do want to go down that route. If you decide to mainly be on social and have landing pages and sales pages, then that's brilliant. I think that that's a really good tactic, especially when you're starting out. And then maybe down the road, when you've got a bit more money, you can develop one. But it's more about being where your customers are. I don't think spending a huge amount on search, SEO and Google will serve you in the early stages of your business. Because if your clients are already hanging out and you know where they're hanging out and what they're saying, go to them. Don't try and grab them away to your website. Just be where they are. It makes a lot more sense. And not many people kind of espouse this view, but I think it's really sensible. And I think it's really sensible for especially first-time business owners who don't have huge resources, and I didn't have huge resources when I started, even like paying the subscription for my domain was like, that was my business cost. It was it was a lot. Um, so yeah, be be thoughtful about where you put your money in the first six months to one year. Don't spend unless you have to. I would say the things that are worth spending money on are... Um, design tools, spending money for someone to actually create graphics for you for ebooks, and if you're doing a podcast for your podcast cover, stuff like that that you might not have the skills or the time to do. And I've talked about this before, but I love Fiverr, f i v e r r dot com. So spend money on things like that. Spend money on an email management system. Spend money on a kind of funnel system, I would say, that's a really good investment of money because you'll start to get those contacts and those emails immediately. But don't spend a lot of money on your website. Um, I think I've got my point across now. (laughs) So, 
So that is my uh, subject for the day. I would love to hear any of your feedback. Um, Tell me your horror stories. Tell me your wins. Tell me your successes. If you don't agree with me, tell me why. I would love to hear your views on websites. Um, If anyone's had some real shockers, please let me know. Because I'm all about the the real behind the scenes, the good, the bad and the ugly, which is why I'm sharing so many of my slightly embarrassing fails on the way to creating a business that actually works. So yes, get in touch. You can email me at meg at mrgbranding.com. Yes, I do have a website. It is mrgbranding.com. You can check it out. And just remember the three things you need to know before you start your website, your dream client, what your exact niche is, and your value statement. And let me tell you that value statement, that is the key. So you need to plaster that everywhere. You need people to know what you do and be able to sum it up in a sentence or even a few words. That's the thing that you really need to like hammer home on your website. Okay, thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time.